Hello, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. Good afternoon, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. The news comes at you fast. America's Food and Drug Administration have said that Trump was incorrect. There's information and misinformation. Their own NAFDAQ came out and told Donald Trump, we're going to be waiting here, where are you talking? Now you talking with by yourself, but it's okay. And making sense of it can be hard. Can you I will let you talk. Coyote. Coyote. I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. But that's my job. Let's talk context. Let's talk statistics. Let's talk about those bills at the Senate right now. Let's talk to the experts and the newsmakers. Um, I, I see the kind of stability that would, would, would allow uh, growth to happen by this time next year. Every weekday at 3. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesi. Let's talk hard facts. The fact that I am here right now bringing you today's hard facts is a miracle. Like, my chi was just busy doing some, like, traffic bending, time bending things. Because I don't understand what happened on Lekki Ekbe today. So, on a day without traffic, say Sunday morning or election day or any day at all that Lagos people are not going anywhere, my house to the office is, like, 21 minutes, 23 minutes if I'm crawling, but 21 minutes if I'm speeding really hard. Um... If there's moderate traffic, my house to the office is like 30, 33, 35 minutes. And even though I know I can get from my house to the office in, tw- in between 20 and, th- and 40 minutes, I always leave my house two hours before showtime. So at one, I'm already out of the house. I'm in the office before two. Brethren, today I left the house at one and I got to the office five minutes before showtime because Elegushi and Lekki Phase 1 were blocked because of the road work happening, happening there. And while I was in that traffic, I kept asking myself, why didn't the state government say to themselves, hey, you know one would be a perfect time to work on the roads when the whole of Lagos are at home? Why didn't it occur to anybody that, hey, we could give road construction workers an exemption. They can work on the roads while the rest of us are away at home for six weeks. We were locked down at home for at least four weeks. In those four weeks, they could have made a lot of progress on these roads. Why didn't it occur to anybody to say we could exempt these people, let them do some work on the road uh, while maintaining social distancing or whatever? Why Why do it now? Why, why inconvenience us? Like, like... Coronavirus and the lockdown was a godsend. It was a, oh, this is perfect. You know, we're always wanting to work, do stuff on the roads. We don't want to inconvenience people while we're doing it and cause extra traffic. And you were sent COVID-19 and you had four weeks and you didn't work on the roads. And I don't know who's thinking. I don't know who's not thinking, but I don't know why that wasn't done. So I was almost late. But I'm glad that I wasn't late. And I'm right here with you and we're going to have a banging show. I have a great show for you today. We're starting uh, with the big three as always. But we're still getting more confirmed COVID-19 cases. Let me tell you that. 199 here in Lagos yesterday. 284 nationally. So I don't want you to be one of those people uh, that we're going to be counting on the show every time I come in for hard facts. So please, as you move about, remember the rules. Wear your mask. Keep your distance. Wash your hands. Sanitize your hands when you get home destroy your mask burn it if you cannot burn it tie it into something else after cutting it away into tiny pieces like i said we're starting the show with uh, the big three and we're going to talk about the doctors here in lagos calling off their strike abuja as well then let's talk about the woman who drowned her 21 month old daughter we talked about that last week there's an update medical experts are calling for her to get psychiatric testing before prosecution I want to hear what you think about that. And then let's talk about pastors in Abuja holding services against the lockdown rules and then hiding and denying their congregation when police came to arrest them. We'll talk about that as our final story. Remember that you can get on Twitter and engage, get on Facebook and share your messages. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3, Twitter Nigeria Info FM. It's very difficult to get through the phone lines because everybody's calling at the same time. But if you try and get in touch via social media, you are 
around to get your thoughts read on this show. It's Thursday. We're bringing you Eyewitness, as always. Uh, Eyewitness is where we let you take over and tell us what's happening in your in your particular part of Lagos. Turn our spotlight to the stories that you think we should be covering, but we're not covering. So load your airtime and get ready to call us. That's going to happen after we bring you League of Extraordinary Nigerians. League of Extraordinary Nigerians happens at four. On the big hard fact... Let's talk about how COVID-19 and the lockdown rules are affecting transport workers. I'm talking about Okada riders, so Keke riders, so bus drivers, so even long-distance truck drivers. I want to hear from you. If you are a driver, I have a show for you today at 5. Let's talk about how COVID-19 has affected you. So if you are a driver, you are an operator, you are a conductor, you are the owner of the cars that are out on the road, call me at 5 o'clock and talk to me about your experience. Of course, we've got news updates at every hour, the top of every hour for you. But let's start off with the big three. This is the big three. The big three. On the hard facts. On 99.3. Nigeria Info. Are doctors in Lagos being treated properly? I was listening to conversations between you and Joyce on the sunny side. And you did not have a lot of complimentary things to say about doctors. How often do new mothers get depressed? Mothers who are listening to the show. Were you depressed when you had your baby? Do you know a mother who got depressed? Are you the husband of a woman who was depressed after she had her baby? Let's talk about that as well. Is a 5,000 naira fine for holding services during the lockdown good enough? Let's talk about that. A 5,000 naira fine for holding services during the lockdown. Is that good enough? Doctors in Lagos just called off their strike. That's our first story. At first, they said that they're not entering road again. <laughs> Yesterday, we talked about uh, police stopping doctors on the road after 8 p.m. We talked about that on Chit Chat, on the Morning Crossfire. We talked about it right here on Hard Facts. And uh, the president said, don't forget, that the curfew doesn't apply to medical workers. It doesn't apply to journalists. It doesn't apply to other essential workers. I, I heard a man who called into Sunnyside with Joyce and was complaining bitterly that when we're talking about essential workers we're not talking about security personnel as well and uh, and other people who are in that category as well so yes even security personnel we are uh, talking about all the essential workers who should be out on the road when the police is arresting everybody right because according to the police on the streets that's not the order they got their order was to arrest anybody on the road. So the doctors complained about it and nothing changed. And yesterday they announced a strike. Now the state government has stepped in to intercede and the doctors have agreed to suspend their strike. Now if you listen to the Morning Crossfire today, you heard Sheriff talk to the Vice President of the Lagos uh, uh, NMA. By the way, you should always start your day with the Morning Crossfire so that you don't carry last. You know, you know everything that's going on. But anyway, the NMA VP told Sheriff that this harassment did not start this week. According to him, from the very beginning of the lockdown, police have been stopping doctors. The police will say doctors should prove that they are doctors, prove that their ID card is real. Or they will say, how do we know that you're coming from the, ha- from the hospital? So apparently the NMA has been going back and forth with the state police commissioner about all of this. And that matter did not get resolved until they called for a strike. And I wonder what you think about that. Do you think the police have acted properly here? Do you think the Lagos NMA had a good reason for being upset? And if you do, do you think calling for a strike was okay? Now, I should point out that it was not a total strike. They had a rotation. Some doctors still went to work, but um, they, they just wanted to reduce the number of active doctors. What do you think about that? And what do you think about, uh, uh, you know, the doctors saying, you know what, okay, state has interceded, let's call off the strike. Do you think the state government and the police will make sure that the concerns that the doctors have raised um, is addressed? 0700-993-993-993. I'm going to keep the calls very short so that we can take as many calls as possible. So each person gets two minutes. You get two minutes. That's it. So uh, wrap up your thoughts in two minutes. I'll tell you when it's one minute 30 so you can start to round up. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Okay. 
I think what the uh, Nigeria Medical Workers did is right. Okay. Uh, because as we're talking now, there are state. I mean, there is state uh, inter whatever. Interstate there, travel. There interstate ban. Mm-hmm. There is no movement, right? Mm-hmm. Which means the vehicle should not be going from one state to another. Mm-hmm. But I am telling you that people are traveling every day. So what are those policemen doing? I have never read it in the punch or I've never watched it on television that they arrested this vehicle today. They arrested these uh, drivers today carrying one, I mean passengers from one state to another. So why medical workers? Hmm. If they have proof, they are actually coming from hospitals or they are going to hospitals, hmm. I think they should free them. They should allow them to, to go. Hmm. Likewise, journalists. Hmm. Okay. That's All right. Opinion. Thank you for calling. I love it when women start the show. Thank you so much. I'd like for more women to call. I was listening to Joyce and you were talking about how women should have their own dedicated line. We had that before, but then we now went and did a gangan thing. And so now it's difficult to know which one is the line for the females. But we're going to take that on board and try and do something about that. Hello. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Okay. Hello. 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 You don't think there's COVID nineteen? I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it's quite. It's just the truth. I don't think there's COVID nineteen in Nigeria. Okay, but what do you think the about doctors? Why, what do you think about doctors why, going on strike and calling off their strike? No, the truth of the matter is, at this point, at this point in time, mm. there is no need that doctors to be should be caught on the way. At any time, hmm. because doctors are the ones treating people that have COVID. At this time, and police will be arresting them on the way, which hmm. is very, very wrong. Hmm, very, very wrong, he says. I like how he says uh, there's no COVID-19. There's no reason why they should be stopping doctors on the road because doctors are the one who would treat COVID-19. Oh, I like it when you correct yourself by yourself. So the Lagos State government stepped in, right? The health ministry says that they've spoken to the police and they've resolved the issue. Basically, according to them, this is all a miscommunication, mixed signals. The police did not receive the proper instruction, but now they have. And I guess the doctors are taking their word for it. But while we're talking about doctors, there's another matter that is brewing on the stove right now. So maybe we should talk about it before it boils too. I'm talking about the, uh, the uh, conditions in the isolation centers. The punch is carrying a story. People in the isolation centers are complaining that the doctors and nurses are not attending to them anymore because they've run out of PPEs, personal protective equipment. So gloves, masks, face shields, uh, caps, gowns, you know. Yeah, they're running out of them in the isolation centers, apparently. And so the doctors and nurses are now keeping their distance from the patients. And I want to know what you think about this. Because let's remember, the patients in those places have tested positive. They have COVID-19. So a doctor or nurse treating them or giving them food or drugs is taking a direct risk if she is not wearing PPE. In fact, if there's a PPE shortage and we only have enough PPE for one group of people, it should be doctors and nurses at the isolation center that should have it. So it's very worrying to hear that they don't have. It's very, very worrying. Now, we've seen nurses in Quara go on strike because of this issue. So maybe we should all be concerned that it could happen in Lagos as well. 0700-993-993-993. What do you think about this story? That doctors and nurses at isolation centers are running out of PPEs and now they are not attending to patients. 0700993993993. Do you support the decision they've taken? WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. WhatsApp 080-959-75805. What do you think government should be doing right now? Do you think government is doing the best that it can to make sure that our medical workers have all the supplies and all the, the things, the support that they need? 
Good afternoon. 99.3. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Very well. 99.3. Hello. 99.3. Hello. How are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good to have you on the show, sir. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Philip. Philip, good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Yeah. Call it from Ikotu. All right, go ahead, Philip. Yeah. Uh, I want to contribute on the issue of uh, the police stopping the doctors. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. It is very, very, very bad. They, the police people, they were not doing it just because they wanted to to make law, uh, uh, to maintain law and order in the state. The police people we are having, we have it on our streets. They are after money, just like the woman that later called that a lot of interstate people. They are after money, so they are not they are not doing it this. If the doctors they did not go strike to maintain this, uh, to put this thing in a proper way, they will keep on embarrassing the doctors, which are saving our people on the in the hospitals. We surely believe that this COVID-19 is existing. And if it's existing, they are the only people that can, can help us at the moment. Hmm. What do you just think? Like yesterday, mm. Just like yesterday, mm. because of the issue of this money, they shot one guy die here in Atikotuya. Uh, oh flat. God. After they shot the people, before people come out, they took their vehicle and ran away. Oh. So people, government should look into it properly and look at the type of people they are putting on the road hmm. to secure life and property. They become the people that are destroying the life and property. It will not be so good. All right. Thank Please. you for calling us. Hello, 99.3. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name? Good afternoon. What's your yeah. name? I name is Obaino. Go ahead. Okay. I want to contribute on the PTE. Yes, go ahead. Why is it that we are having shortage of PT in this country? And we know that there's a pandemic, according to what they told us. And they, they map out money, say they want to use it and do feeding for the children. I'm listening. Children that are out of school, they say they want to feed them. At least that money, if, if they are sincerely telling themselves the truth. That money can go a long way by using it to protect PPE, mm. to take care of patients. Mm. I, I, I'm thinking that uh, this uh, coronavirus of it is, is, has become a scam in this country. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much for calling us. 99.3. Nigeria Info, hello. Oh, that's unfortunate. We've got a, a, a message here on WhatsApp that uh, says that something is happening in his area that he finds funny. He says here in his estate, uh, or at his estate gate, Marwa bus stop, police and other estate guards are arresting people that don't have face masks. Meanwhile, they themselves do not have the face masks. Seriously, it's bad. Oscar and Lucky, thank you for sending your message in. Sandra, how many times can one piece PPE be used by one nurse or doctor actually once once it's it's very you you, ha, you go through it very quickly so as soon as you remove it you throw it away we've got a message that says uh, uh, the government are not doing anything to help because they don't they won't say that they don't have enough money to get those kits if it's one of their children that is in their uh, arm or it is, if it is one of their children that's in there I'm sure they will have excess kits so that the children will be well i'm disappointed in the government i'm really disappointed that's a message on whatsapp whatsapp is 080-959-75805 super d from aja says that i want to quickly touch on something uh touch on the ongoing road construction at lekki phase one marwa roundabout and stuff you see we are not a serious country we keep doing things the same way and we expect a different result in this country Things are done as if we cannot put simple arithmetic together to get a definite result and make life easy for ourselves. Everybody thought that by now the major reconstruction at those roundabouts would be completed and will ease traffic on Lekki Elegushi axis. But surprisingly, this is where we found ourselves in this country. It's really uncalled for. It really is, Super D. It really, really is. Sandra, um, 
Oh, no, 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 no. Stanley Inayobo says, I thought there's a Calabar garment factory that has been certified by NAFTAC and SON to produce PPEs for export. So why can't government get these PPEs from Calabar factory or even ABBA? Good question. Medical system in the country is pathetic because of the like a dicycle attitude uh, we have towards doctors. They tend to not care about patients. They just want to get their salary. I have an experience at Bagada Hospital where I lost my dad because the doctors don't care. Ongusakwe Augustine says. Ongusakwe Augustine is at Badagri. Ongusakwe, I'm terribly sorry that you lost your father. All right, so let's uh, go to Twitter and see what messages you've left for us. Don't forget that uh, you can tweet at us at Nigeria Info FM. You can also send us messages on Facebook because these are the quickest ways to get into the show. Huge Digital Marketing on Twitter says, Doctors are not treated properly in Lagos. Doctors need to be very careful because they are not wearing PPE. One doctor to 10k uh, uh, PPE should be the standard. The government is tired. Okay. I appreciate the medical personnel being the heroes of this COVID-19 pandemic, but they shouldn't embark on strike at every slightest provocation because there are other people in other professions whose jobs are essential, but they're not being recognized or appreciated. But Martins, these people, are, like you said, are at the front uh, end of this war. They are the frontliners of this war. And we uh, we have our security agencies harassing them. And when they get to the hospital, they don't even have protective equipment to make sure that they don't get the virus and they can keep taking care of you and I. How else can they fight? How else can they make their grievances known? Remember when we talked about it here? on hard facts. And I told you that the NMA in Kano says the public should help them and buy PPE. And you called me and said me and said for what? You called me and said why should we do that? And even when I begged to differ, you said for what? Why should you do that? Why should they expect us to do that? You said over your dead body, you're not going to do it. And you even told them they are a professional body, they should do the professional thing and go to the government. And the only professional arsenal they have is to down tools. So what else can they do? How can they keep safe? Southeast Mafia says, various parts of the world during this pandemic, essential workers are being celebrated as heroes. But here in Nigeria, it's another story due to corrupt government uh, practices over the years. What a broken system. Good afternoon, Sandra. I think the police need motivation from the government. Don't blame the police too much. The COVID-19 in Nigeria is now a sakamaje. Okay, what does Sakamaje mean? I'm hoping somebody uh, explains what that means to me, either on Twitter or Facebook or when you give us a call. Our number is 0700-993-993-993. I'm on Facebook now where Toyosi Adekoya says that the statement should have included an outright apology to the affected essential workers. And it should have also included another line based on the action carried out before its release. The IGP has personally called leaders of the NMA and NUJ apologized to them and assured them that there would not be a repeat of Tuesday's unfortunate incident. Okay, Toyosi, thank you for fighting for essential workers. Rob in Texas says, what a country. They act before they think. When the Minister of Information was asked about using the lockdown for road repairs, he said that they couldn't because of social distancing. Close to me here, there are on so many roads, bridges, stadiums, stores, apartments that have been erected from March 25 till date. Nigeria is a case study as an unserious station. That's a message from Bass, who is in Texas. Bass is looking at us with Texas eyes. I don't think that's very fair. <laughs> okay. All right. But let's hear your thoughts some more. Uh, WhatsApp 080-959-75805. Coming up, that young woman who drowned her baby. There's an update to that story. Stay right here on the Big Three on 99.3. Info. And Lagos, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. It's 3.30. That woman who ad- admitted to drowning her baby should have a psychiatric evaluation, so says the head of the Nigeria Association of Psychiatrists. And that's our second story. A week ago, I told you about Olua Fumi Lola Adisa. She turned herself into the police for killing her two-year-old daughter. She drowned her in a large water bucket. According to her, she did it out of desperation because motherhood had ruined her life. 
And when I told you about it, a lot of you said she shouldn't be treated like a criminal. You said there was clearly something wrong here. She must be suffering from some mental illness. Well, Dr. Taiwo Sheikh agrees with you. He's the president of the Nigeria Association of Psychiatrists. Somebody showed him the video of Adisa's confession, and here's what he had to say. I'm going to give you the full quote because it's a professional opinion. He said, quote, Based on the video of the lady as a professional, I felt worried looking at her. Her composure and lack of remorse clearly showed that she is not well, in my own opinion. I feel very sorry for her. I feel the urge to do something to preserve her and save her from the sickness and further abuses. When someone is sick and being displayed in public, so many other things go with it. One day, she will recover and people who saw her in that state will not know that she has recovered. The investigative team ought to have sent her for mental health evaluation. One is innocent until proven guilty. Keeping that young lady in police custody or in the prison could lead to further abuse because we all know what happens in our custodial system. We can find a way to send her to the psychiatric hospital now for mental health evaluation and possible treatment while the investigation is going on. Life is very sacrosanct. We lost one baby. We don't want to lose the mother. So we need to show some compassion and to rally around her to see how we can help her get out of this. End of quote. The president of the Nigerian Association of Psychiatrists said that. Those were his own words. What do you think of those words? He said she is clearly not herself mentally. He said she should be in a hospital for evaluation, not in a police cell. And he also said something. We've already lost a baby. Let's not also lose the mother. What do you feel about that statement? Next week, I'm going to do a show. I'm going to do a, a, a show next week or week after next, I'm not sure, about postpartum depression. Because it's something that we need to talk about. A lot of mothers, a lot of new mothers go through postpartum depression. It affects their mental state. It, it can even become psychosis where they start to act insane. But we don't talk about it a lot. And I want to change that. I want us to change that starting today. Let's talk about it right now. 0700-993-993-993. Do you know any woman, any woman at all, who, after having her child, after childbirth, started acting and thinking differently. If you're a mom, and immediately after having your baby, you went through a tough time emotionally or mentally, give me a call. If you had a tough time connecting with your baby, you had a tough time loving your baby, even wanting to touch the baby, call me and tell me your experience. Let's talk about it. And then, you know, for those of you who have wives as well, you probably saw your wife go through that. Give me a call and talk about your wife's experience. And if you're not a mom or you've never seen anybody who act acted strangely after childbirth, what do you think about what Dr. Taiwo Sheikh had to say? What do you think about that? 0700-993-993-993. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. Um, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? I'm Ugochiku. Ugochiku, good to have you on the show. Yeah. Can I still comment on the... The first story? Yes, go ahead. Okay. This COVID uh, mm. is just like you having that regular distance. As in, maybe uh, and somebody, uh, another distance came and re Hello? Hello? Oh, that's unfortunate. Call us back, okay? Hello? Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? My name is Polinus Ndoko. Good to have Mariano. you on the show, Polinus. Yes. Uh, I have uh, this kind of issue before with one of my brother wife. Okay. In her own, it's like if she just delivered after the seven days she delivered, hmm. 
there will be a different character again. But sometimes, sometimes she will realize, ah, my baby, my baby, my baby. Maybe by then you don't throw away the baby like, uh, let's say, five minutes or five hours ago. Mm. Mm. So later, we now we begin, we collect the baby and drop it with one priority and begin to go from hospital to hospital. I even go to Ikea, mm. nearby here. Mm. From there, we go to church, this and that. Then our father asked us to bring her back to Ikea from the boy state. Okay. So we now send them back to... We sent her to village with uh, one of my younger sister and uh, the husband. But you went to the hospital. Uh, what did the hospital say? The, the, the psychiatrist did not tell us anything. Then just <laughs> said it's a mental disorder and then give her medicine, some medicine. We take some medicine for 12 hours. Okay. 6,000, 7,000, the other one 12,000. Then we're just sending us on. And if they give the injection, no, mm. immediately they give the injection, mm -hmm. she will be like a dirty person. Okay. She will not disturb anybody again. When she still wake up for some hour, mm. she say, Brother, I, I am weak. I'm weak. Where is my baby? Mm. Where is my baby? Mm. Then after the drugs mm. go out of her body, we start misbehaving. Though by special grace of God now, they have a five children with my senior brother and she's okay and she's doing well. Oh. So for the issue of the woman issue, mm. I think for my own understanding, for the experience I, I see, that I have the issue to the woman to psychia. Mm. From psychiatrists, then took her to church or whatever. That is the way we do our own and it is where we go to them. Mm. Thank you for sharing your story with me and I'm glad that your sister-in-law is okay today. Yeah, thank you. Alright. Wow, what a story. Hello. 99.3 99.3 Hello, good evening. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Can you speak up, please, so that we can hear you? I'm calling from Gagaya. All right. All right. Go ahead. What is going on? I don't know. contribution is that. What is it? That's what it is. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Moses. Calling from Ikeja. Moses. Good to have you on the show. Oh, well. Okay, I've discussed it. It makes me to remember that day when I was at school. Okay. There was a woman. So the woman has uh, two children. So the first thing is that is worrying her. Okay. So sometimes... When the craze will start, you will see that you carry the children, you trade them off, you play rough play, beat them. Who is that is here noticing it? You cannot, you, you, you will try to vote the woman, we know, we know, agree. So, through that, they now try and separate the children from the woman. One day, and I hear that the woman ran away. See, today, they did not see the woman. So that is uh, my uh, mm. things like that. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for calling to share share that with us. Okay. Um, let me take a look at uh, comments on WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Don't forget that we're asking what your thoughts are on what uh, the president of the of uh, the Psychiatric Association had to say. We got uh, somebody who says, Sandra, what good... Um, what good does her going to jail do for the law, for you or for me? Her life has already started crumbling and we that are talking about another, uh, and about another, 
is a punishment on her. While it's important for her to learn a lesson, it shouldn't be in jail, maybe to serve with a motherless uh, home to understand the value of what she lost and once again move to study further afterwards and live a new life that will reposition her to become better. Not her parents, actually. They led her into that temptation because they failed to support her to get her through the circumstances. All right, Olaide Cruz, thank you for sending your message in. I am currently taking a course, Criminological Foundation in Master's Level, which is a study of criminals. It deals with the reasons why people commit crimes. It's a pity that our system, especially the police, are not taught things like this. I totally agree with the psychiatrist. And this is a message from Norin, who is in Festac. Norin, thanks for sending your message in via WhatsApp. Sandra, my name is Ndubweze from Ojodu Berja. Uh, uh, I'm glad that the doctors are back. Um... Okay, this number called my wife this afternoon that she should send her ATM number for government 15K palliative. I asked the caller which bank. He said first bank because I know it is 419. I told my wife, uh, I told him my wife has no account with first bank. He now said to me, Moto kill your papa and hung up. Ah, all right. So Lagosians, please be careful. If somebody calls you, first of all, no bank. Hear me today. No bank will say, give me your ATM card number. No bank in Nigeria will do that. Anybody that calls you, any person will call you, say, I be from your bank. Give me your ATM card, num- card number. Make the no blocker. Now lie, the person they lie. If they call you and say, give me your ATM card number, give me your PIN, give me your date of, ba- or date, uh, date of birth uh, because your account has been blocked, they're lying to you. They're not going to ask you for all of those details. Your bank will never ask you for your ATM card number or your PIN. Never. They will never ask you to do that. They will never ask you that on the phone. They will never call you and say, give me those details. So anybody calling you for anything whatsoever and they ask you for your ATM card number and your PIN, tell that person that Thunder should fire them. All right. Let's uh, move back to WhatsApp where we've got another message here. Uh, Good evening, President Sandra. In actual fact, I know somebody who is an account officer to my insurance policy. Whenever she's pregnant, she normally loses her memory all through the nine months. But after giving birth, everything falls to normal. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Let's move on to our final story. COVID-19 is making Nigerians quarrel about a lot of things. Well, you know, the quarrel is whether or not oh, there's COVID. There's no COVID. It's 5G. It's not 5G. One of the biggest quarrels is should places of worship open or not? Now, in Abuja and Lagos, federal government has said no. But some pastors are saying yes. This weekend in Abuja, the task force arrested three pastors for holding church services. The task force raided three different churches during service. And here's the funny part. What did the pastors do? (laughs) When the task force got to the church, the pastors hid. Yes, they hid. They go hide. They ran into the congregation. (laughs) The police and the task force were asking, where is the pastor? Who among you is the pastor? And pastors refused to stand up. But it's like, (laughs) but it's like one of the pastors has enemies in his flock because his church, his church people were not the one that were like, see her here, see her here. Officer, see you, see. His own congregation turned him in. Shabi, they say in every town there's a Judas. Well, this pastor met his own Judas on Sunday. So yeah, he was arrested. The other two pastors escaped, but the police traced them and they arrested them later on. And they took all of them to court this week and all of them were found guilty and they were fined. 5,000 naira. That was the fine. 5K. And that's my first question. Do you think that should be enough? Do you think the fine should be higher? I mean, 5,000 naira. Do you, do you think 5,000 naira is high enough to discourage people from holding services or having other gatherings? Anyway, that's for Abuja. In Kano, 
the exact opposite is happening. I told you how Governor Gandu Jay said that churches and mosques can open, right? Well, now the top Muslim leaders and scholars in the state are saying thanks but no thanks. The Kano Council of Ulamas told the governor that they don't think public prayers should hold. Their chairman spoke to the BBC, BBC Hausa, and he said if the governor has had consulted them, they would have told him not to allow prayers to hold because it will risk spreading the virus, speeding up the spread of the virus. They now asked him what Muslims in Kano should do. And he said, quote, in this period of epidemic, since the government has allowed congregational prayers to hold, individuals can also decide for themselves not to risk their lives, especially those with underlying illnesses uh, who should stay at home, end of quote. So the ulamas, the top Muslim scholars in Kano, they're saying, even though governor has allowed prayers to hold, you use your sense and stay at home. Remember the Catholic Church in River State did this, right? The Catholic Church in River State told their members the same thing when Governor Wike lifted the ban on services in River State. So what we have here on the one hand are religious leaders like uh, the Kano Ulamas or the River State Catholic Diocese telling members to stay home. And on the other hand, you have religious leaders like those three pastors in Abuja who ran away when police came and hid in their congregation. Or Dr. David Ogerepo telling their members that the ban on services is wrong. So it's quite the dynamic playing out. Which set of these religious leaders do you think is saying the right thing? And what do you think about that 5,000 naira fine? Do you think it's too high or do you think it's too low? 0700-993-993-993. Let's come to the phone lines. Hello. Hello, Sandra. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for calling. Yeah, Peter Monson is my name from Shomulu. Good to have you on the show, Peter. Yeah, um, well, I want to say the pastor that was exposed by the members hmm. should take it as one of those persecutions he has to suffer before he goes to heaven. <laughs> and um, number two... So, so he did the, the right thing. So, Peter, he did the right thing by going to hide in the congregation? <laughs> well, sometimes the flesh may be weak and the spirit may be strong. Uh-huh. So I think that's what happened. Uh-huh. And then let me go to the second point I want to make. Okay. I think by now... When we have spent uh, more than two months for COVID-19, I think the government should dissipate energy looking for cure, both orthodox and herbal cure, not looking for pastors and imams to arrest. Because if some countries have opened up, some states have allowed things, some other people might look at the way that we have to move forward, look for where people will be treated or managed when they have this sickness. Not, uh, I, for me, I think Ojedebo is right. I team up with those who say they should open up, please open up. Oh, then open hospitals, employ doctors and nurses, and then go to the villages and communities and look for cure, heavily. It's not all this one that they are doing. Task force should be task force to look for cure, not to look for who to arrest. All right, Thank Peter. Thank you for calling me. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Uh, my name is Timothy. I call you from Abadoja. Welcome, Timothy. For me, I'm not a supporter of church open. And uh, those uh, pastors that find the 5,000, that money is too poor. Okay. I'm supposed to pay more than that so that others will learn lessons from it. Okay. They're supposed to pay more than that so that others will learn lessons from that. Hello. I'm okay. Hello. Hello, President Sandra. Good to have you on the show. What's your name, sir? This is Chris. Chris, good to have you on the show. I want to talk about the first one, about the uh, Punch report about the um, people in the isolation complaining. That doctors are not uh, coming to them anymore. Go ahead. Yeah, so the doctors did not explain to the patients that they are short of um, tools to walk. And you remember Angulari, um, Chief Quadri asked him, he said they have every tools that they are ready to go. Hmm. I listened to Quadri when he asked that young man. Mm. He said, they are set. Everything is there. So how come? Why are they playing with people's lives? And quickly, Sandra, the bank issue. I think it's only God that saved me. I fall victim. I won't tell you lie, my sister. Okay. A lady called me from my bank, mm. mentioned my name, my PIN number, everything. I said, I don't have it. But on Sunday, when I get home, she said, okay, she will call me on Sunday morning. And on Sunday morning... 7.30, I give, I say by 7.30, I'll be at home. What number, did she, what number did she call you with? 
That's the first step. What number did she call you with? She mentioned uh, the birthday. That no, I no, 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 no. Birthday. What number? What phone number? Sitting number. My, my no, number. No, 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 no. Was it a landline or was it a an 11-digit no, no, number? Mobile phone. Your bank will not call you with 11-digit number. They will call you with a landline. She claims she's a staff of the bank, staff, right? Staff of... you. So, so here's the first thing, right? So for mm. next time, staff of the bank should not be calling you with her private number. If a bank is calling you on official business, they will call you with the landline. So yeah, zero you know one what, for why, Lagos. Why I discuss with her is that they, they call me from their headquarters with a landline, right? Mm-hmm. Which is okay. Uh-huh. Then this one on Sunday, she said, what time will you be at home? I said uh, 7.30. And exactly 7.30 she called me. Uh-huh. I asked my children, bring my BVN, um, ATM. Mm-hmm. They said, no, daddy, don't give your number. I don't give you the... So the lady had their voice. Say, look, don't worry. Go to a quiet place. Then I said to her, look, I'm a widow. I leave my ATM with my children. No. After all, I don't even have money. So whatever I have is for taking care of those kids. He said, no, don't worry, Mr. Onka. We're just trying to make sure you are okay. This he mentioned my BVN number. I'm telling you. The landline. I tell you, my mobile number. So thank God. I, I said, maybe she had when I said, look, I'm a widow. I leave my ATM with my children. They've defrauded grandmothers. They've defrauded so, widows so and widowers. I don't have money. Just, just next time, de- next time, be smart about it. If they call, if somebody calls you with their private number and they want your ATM card number and your PIN, please don't give them those numbers. All right? Be Nigerians are sharp. Don't let these people out sharp you. Don't give even if they call your birth date gone. As long as they are calling you with a number that isn't the company's landline and they're calling you on a Sunday. Tell them, don't worry, I will take transport to the bank myself and see what this is about. You need to be extra careful with these things. Because you don't have money, you don't have money. They'll take the little one that you have. On Facebook, Helen Odunayo Moyeni says, Hi Sandra, watching that video, it's obvious that something is not right with that lady. However, it is unfortunate that the Nigerian government doesn't put much importance to the citizens' mental health. I hope the lady finds help. No mother in her right mind will do what she has done. Washima Frank says, I think that woman needs mental evaluation yes and 5,000 is 5,000 naira fine is better to set him free after all we saw what happened during the burial of the chief of staff Abakiari and nobody was fined we've got uh, Toyosi uh, Adekoya who says a Christian is identified by the humility of Christ in his life any arrogant person is a product of the devil there's nowhere in the Bible that Jesus disobeyed the government 5,000 naira is too small Chigos uh, Emmanuel Uche says, I really love the way you knock off those callers that say that there's no COVID-19 in Nigeria. Let them go and look for another platform to air their ignorance. I can't imagine at this point some adult will say such nonsense. Chigozie says, all right, Chigozie, thanks for sending your message in. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Chico says, in the case of Nigeria, everybody seems... Uh, not to understand what's going on in the country because if we should take a look some people uh, cannot feed themselves anymore I'm not sure what you're talking about but thank you for sending your message in via Facebook let's go to Twitter and see what messages we will find Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM at Nigeria Info FM Equity appreciates the doctors calling off their stay at home order but state governments should forbid police from arresting doctors Larry says uh, total death of COVID in Nigeria is 200 not in Lagos as you mentioned in the 3pm news ah okay thank you for that correction we've got uh, uh, huh, Yerokun who says that the NMA were right to have gone on partial strike as that is the only language the government listens to. As it is, every Nigerian is at the mercy of the police and I wonder how long the federal government will keep pretending that all is well with the security agencies. Yerokun also says that sometimes all that... Uh, all th- sometimes... Women battling with baby, or all that woman is battling with, okay, is baby blues, um, is baby blues or postpartum depression and uh, needs a helping hand from the partner to look after the baby. 
a little time away from the child always helps. She can take to hobbies as well as hang out with her friends. Obemi DMH says the Lagos State Government should stop treating the doctors like Oshodi Agueros. Nigeria pastors should stop behaving like a failed network. I don't know what you mean by failed network, but okay. Let me come to WhatsApp where we've got a few more messages, but I'll take a few calls and then move to WhatsApp. Hello. 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 Okay, there's nobody there. 99.3. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Don't you just hate it when that happens? Hello. 99.3. Hello, Sandy. How are you? Well, I have called earlier. Okay. What I contributed for PPE. What's your name? Obino. Obino, go ahead. Yeah, concerning uh, people calling you, claiming their bank accounts or whatever, mm. it happened to my wife. Okay. Uh, first of April, this year, last, last month. Okay. Yeah, somebody called her that uh, she's for, uh, the person is from First Bank. Okay. Uh-huh. So, and demanded uh, some of her bank details. But she didn't give her. Uh, but fortunately, the person said that he have uh, all the bank details that uh, she will not worry herself that they will help her some, do some settings in her bank system. Uh, Before you know it, every money in that account was withdrawn. Wow. wow, I am so sorry. So I made a report to police station near my area. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So... Bank, they have, they have gone to bank, they gave out code to block the account. It says, any tax. Okay. So, that's actually now, no. No, that, hold that, on. So, she got, yeah. a, she got a call from um, somebody what, claiming what, to be what, from what, First uh, Bank. Yeah, it's but, it, uh, but her account is Zenith Bank. Yes, yeah, but she is using First Bank too, but uh, it has been long she operated on First Bank. And you're sure, so she, and you're sure she did not give the person any detail, any bank detail? She didn't. The person was telling her that she that you have the DVN, you have this, and that you should not worry herself, you know? Okay, fine. Well, she told you that she did not give, so maybe she, she gave. Said, she didn't lie for me. She said she, she didn't give any, any details. But I'm surprised how the person managed to get the get access to her account and remove every penny. The last money here, they used it to buy airtime. Hmm. 1,000 naira. So, because she was heavily pregnant and I didn't know whether it, because of the trauma and everything that made her to lose the baby. The baby died or the boy gave birth to that baby on Wednesday last week. Oh, and the baby died. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry yeah. for your loss. I do hope it gets resolved by the bank. It's quite a lot. It's really quite a lot. I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for calling to share your thoughts on the show. Coming up is League of Extraordinary Nigerians with Tony Sunday. I'm Sandra Ezekwesele. Hard, hard facts will be right back.